Hello there, my fellow warrior, and welcome to another episode of Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Glad to be here with you today, and I wanted to present to you some thoughts on that thing called negativity. More importantly, what a big mouth he is. Isn't it true? Negative voices seem to always speak the loudest. Right? I mean, if if we have positive, hopeful feelings and thoughts, we often keep them to ourselves. You know how good news takes time to spread? Bad news? My gosh, it spreads like wildfire with gasoline poured on it. It's almost as if, if we're hopeful, we're positive, we're excited about something, we're a little scared. You hear me talk about fear a lot, don't you? Because fear is the thing that keeps us from doing, being, having, growing, changing, living with hope, happiness, and so much more. So, right, we're, we're kind of afraid. We're scared. What if I have this hopeful thought? What if I have an idea? What if I even have an invention? I mean, it could be something big or it can be the smallest of things. Just deciding to be happy when nobody else thinks you should. We get a little scared, don't we? What if it doesn't work out? You know, will I look like a fool? What if things turn out differently? Because let's face it, no matter how hopeful, positive, hardworking, no matter how good of a person you are, nobody knows the future. And there are about a million different dynamics, things that you couldn't even begin to predict that could happen. We don't have all the answers. We never will. We don't have a crystal ball. And so, you know, we, we're, we're a little apprehensive, aren't we, about living in faith, about having hope, about believing something will work out. I mean, my husband's been working in startup businesses, you know, helping people with their startup businesses for years now. I mean, a couple decades now. And even working on a couple of his, you know, own that he was a, a part of one of the founders. And, and it's tough. I mean, the chances of success in something like that, being an entrepreneur, are low. It doesn't mean you don't keep trying. It doesn't mean you won't have that that good idea that's also the right timing. You know, all those different things that, I mean, and even with odds, right? You look at the odds. The odds of, of something like that happening are are low. So does that mean you don't try? Does it mean you don't get excited? Yes, it's hard to stay up in those kind of situations. In many situations, that was just one example. But it's hard to stay positive and hopeful and up when day after day we don't see things changing. Or just even having that fear on the front end that I might look stupid. People might think. You know that, I mean, those three words are really dangerous, aren't they? People might think. People are going to think no matter what. No matter what you do, people are going to think what they think. Maybe I should do a whole podcast on that, right? Those three words. So we get scared. We kind of play it small. We play it safe. We don't say anything. We're kind of afraid to put it out there. But think about how badly the world is in need of hope, of positivity, of that mindset that says we can instead of we can't, that, th that says things might be okay 
instead of they're probably not going to be okay. We're living in complete chaos right now. So it's even harder. And negativity is screaming at the top of its lungs. And positivity and hope is just being stifled more and more and more. So a couple times, my own mother, yes, my own mother has called me Pollyanna, and she didn't mean it in a positive way. Mom, if you listen to this, you know it's true. She, you know, just basically was kind of putting me down for being positive and hopeful. And let's face it, positive and hopeful people don't want, or people who are not positive and hopeful don't want us to be positive and hopeful. They want us to kind of be sucked down with them. So Pollyanna, in case you don't know, in case you're not old enough or haven't seen some sort of a rerun, there was a movie in 1960 and Haley Mills was the little actress. Remember, she used to be in a lot of these kind of Disney movies. And it was a really great movie. I remember I love it, loved it. I should go watch it again. But it started out as a book published in 1913 by Eleanor Porter. And so this Pollyanna character is this 11-year-old orphan, and she goes to live in this town in Vermont, and she goes to live with her really stern, cold, spinster aunt, whose name is Polly. And she doesn't really even want to take Pollyanna in, but she kind of felt like it was her duty to her sister. So she takes her in, and, you know, it's not a pleasant home. But Pollyanna's philosophy of life centers on what she calls the glad game, and it's this game that she had made up with her dad. And it's an optimistic, positive attitude that he had imparted on her and what it is is that you find something to be glad about in every situation no matter how bad or bleak the situation is so it started out uh, he they invented this game when one Christmas when her um, her father found or her or she I should say found in the missionary barrel yeah I think her her parents were missionaries so you know money wasn't was it uh, abundant? So she was hoping for a doll, and all she found was a pair of crutches. So making up the game on the spot, her father taught her, look at the good side of things. In this case, be glad about these crutches because it reminds you that you don't need them. So this is the philosophy this little girl takes, and her sunny, her sunny personality, and you know she's got this sincere, sympathetic soul, and she just brings gladness to everyone, everyone she meets and into this town. And she kind of transforms it person by person. So it really is another way for her to kind of shield herself from her aunt, this really bad attitude that her aunt had has. So for instance, I mean, think about applying some of this glad game concept to your life. So her aunt, who's very rich, by the way, she puts her in this you know, stuffy attic room. She doesn't have any pictures on the walls. I mean, it's just this horrible place to live. And you know what she decides? She says, I'm glad that I have this beautiful view from the window. So another time her aunt punishes her for being late to dinner and says, you only get to eat bread and milk in the kitchen with the servant, Nancy. And Pollyanna thinks, that's wonderful. I love bread. I love milk. And I love Nancy. See that attitude? What if we could all adopt that attitude of the glad game? I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? So... Pollyanna cruises around the town, you know, and she's constantly spreading her good cheer around. And, and, you know, little by little, her aunt actually comes around through the book and the movie. She comes around, but it takes her a long time. But so anyway, what ends up happening is she gets hit by a car, Pollyanna. 
and she uses loses the use of her legs. And when she realizes how grim her situation is, she kind of gets down about it. But then the townspeople, these people that she helped, they start coming to visit and saying how their lives were changed, how their lives were all improved because of her glad game, because of the cheer that she spread around. So eventually she goes to this hospital and she learns to walk again. And then, of course, we know that she ends up so appreciative of her legs far more than she had been before she lost the use of them. Anyway, I tell you that whole story for a couple reasons. One, because I think it would be so amazing to start developing that glad game attitude, but also to say that when I was called a Pollyanna by my mother, thanks, mom. I love it. That was a great compliment. People who are negative, who are down, who have chosen to live as victims, who are, have chosen to look at everything that's wrong in life, they don't like books or movies like Pollyanna. They think it's a ridiculous way to live. They don't like Pollyanna, and they surely don't want you to be one. You know, when I was little, I had a lot of disappointment in my young life. I didn't have a dad like Pollyanna's dad. My dad was pretty much missing, but I I adopted the opposite. I had the logic of a negative thinker that I now call it. And that was that if you thought the worst, you could never be disappointed. So think about how opposite that is from the glad game. This is when I said, you know what? I don't expect anything for any from anybody. I don't expect good things to happen. If they do, bonus. Now, by the way, what's interesting is that I was a pretty happy kid, at least on the outside and fun. And I, you know, my sense of humor has served me well in life. So I don't know if people would have really known that I was thinking that way, but that is definitely how I thought. Of course, the people that I did tell this to, they learned it too. So this is the unfortunate thing. I decided that, you know, it made logical sense that if you thought the worst, you would never be disappointed. See, I was tired of being disappointed, even as a very young child. And so I decided to think the worst and then if anything good happened, it would be a bonus. Now, what a crappy way to live, right? Consider, I, I know it was a fictional story, but consider that story of Pollyanna and the difference between how she chose to take circumstances and turn them into finding something good about every situation. And so um, even her situation where she couldn't walk, you know, she decided, wow, how appreciative I was of my legs and the, the use that I had of them. And so... Unfortunately, though, when we, we face disappointment, we go through trauma, we go through situations in our life that, that get us down and you know have us losing our hope, the positive voices get silenced. Remember what I said early on and what the title is of this episode? Negativity has a big mouth. Positivity tends to whisper. And a lot of it is because of what I said earlier. We become fearful. We're afraid to have hope. We're afraid to be optimistic. And and people like, you know, like I said earlier, when I was called a Pollyanna, we don't want to be ridiculed. There's that mob mentality, you know, where, oh boy, you know, this is terrible. This thing that's going on in the world or, or in your life or whatever, you know, nothing's ever going to get better. Look how long it's been. And there's this mob mentality. You get around enough people like that and you start to believe like they are. And you don't want to go against the crowd. This is why it's so incredibly important to surround yourself with the right people. And I have an upcoming episode that I'm going to talk to you about that. And I, I really think it'd be good for you to listen to. 
we have to go against the crowd. We have to be willing to say, I would much rather live like Pollyanna than like little Valerie did back in the day when she lived with that logic of a negative thinker. You can learn to live with a positive and hopeful mindset because I did. I went from being that little girl with that terrible, flawed logic of a negative thinker to being very positive when I put my mind to it and decided I wanted to live like that. I don't want to be sad and and disappointed and living without hope and not having any expectations and or, you know, thinking that people are always going to let me down. That's a terrible way to live. So I changed. And then when my beast came to live with me, when Jamie's addiction hit, I mean, over time, I crawled right back into that hole and I got right back into that logic of a negative thinker and worse. I mean, that was nothing compared to where I wound up. So, but then I got, you know, I got it back again, even under much worse circumstances than I did the first time. The first time when I learned to live with a positive, hopeful attitude, life was going by pretty well. I had things going very well in my life. So, you know, it was kind of easy for me to, to move into that space. Far more difficult when the you-know-whats hit the fan and the hits keep coming and life is, you know, pretty challenging. It is definitely, I'm going to give you that. It's much more difficult, but I've done that too. So I know you can do it too. We have to start silencing the negative voices. You know, they're just loud and we've got to turn down the volume on them or muzzle them, Right. Put some duct tape over their mouth. And if there are people in your life that are doing that to you, that are voicing those things, you've got to get away from those people. We've got to learn to live with a positive, hopeful mindset and be loud and proud about it. I mean, we got to be, so what if something doesn't turn out? I got to live with hope while I was working towards something that didn't turn out. So what? And if it doesn't turn out, we do something different. So that's my message to you. Don't let negativity be such a big mouth. Quiet down that negativity. Learn to live with that Pollyanna mindset with the glad game. So what's interesting about it is a lot of times people think of this Pollyanna that, oh, everything's just sunshine and roses. The point of that story is that she had a difficult circumstance, right? She didn't have any parents. She was an orphan and lived with this awful person who didn't even want her around and was put in this attic room when the lady lived in a mansion. And Yet she kept finding the good in everything. And I challenge you to do that too. Find the good. And if I can help you do that in any way, I want you to connect with me. Go to traumadisruptors.com. You just, you're going to go through one quick login process to become a member of our entire community. And encompassed in there are three different things. One is some resources that you can um, get. And we're going to put more in there that you can get. They're free. And then we have we do have some paid memberships that you can check out, but you don't have to. You can, you know, it's your choice what you want to choose to look into. And then we have the community. And I think everyone should look into that. I mean, everyone who wants to learn this kind of stuff, everybody who wants to connect with people who are also going through challenges, but are, are you know, meandering their way through and clawing their way through some of them and learning to stand and learning to live with more of a hopeful attitude and to become more. You know, to to realize that we're all leaving a legacy and it's time to get started on it now. So I invite you to check it out. We have a page that if you're not logged in, it'll take you right to an informational page. And I mean, if you're not logged in, I can't remember what I just said. You know, sometimes words pop out and you don't remember what you just said two seconds ago. <laughs> if you're not logged in, 
then uh, you'll have it'll take you to that informational page. Check it out. If it seems like a good fit for you, then come on and join us in the community. We have just gotten started and there's going to be so much more to do and um, the technology is getting better and better and I'd love to see you there. I'd love to meet you. Um, if we've already met, I'd love to see you and learn more about your story and how I can support you and stand with you. So I hope to see you there in the Trauma Disruptors community. Until then, keep standing, keep growing, silence those negative voices, live with hope because the world needs you standing up and standing strong. And whatever you're going through, you're not alone. You can disrupt your trauma for good. And I will be standing right there with you as you do. Mm -hmm.